Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley, and this is the Buffy podcast that is fully Team Xander. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. We Finally. switched from Team Everybody Else to Team Xander. Yeah. I'm still Team Cordy. Oh, which I, yeah. <laughs> she's so good. And very much Team Oz. And first team and foremost. Team Willow. Always no, Team Willow. And first team and foremost, <laughs> Team Jesse. Right. But Never if you forget. think about it, like, is there anyone who you're not kind of on board for it at least a little bit? No. No, like I like I'm, most people. I'm Team Giles. I'm Team J. Cal. I'm Team Joyce. I mean, you've left out Buffy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I also left out Angel. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> but I think separately, I, I, could, I would be on their teams. I'm Team Spike and Team Drew. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about <laughs> Kendra's accent. Kendra, the second vampire slayer who should not have been. You can't stop me. Even if you kill me. Another slave will be sent to take me place. They call me Kendra. I have no last name, sir. I cannot just leave. I was sent here for a reason. Mr. Zabuto said all the signs indicate that a very dark power is about to rise in Sunnydale. I thought you were a vampire. I had good reason to think you were. Did I not see a kissing a vampire? So she comes on a plane. Uh huh. From far off lands. <laughs> from a place that they never discuss. No. That I can only assume is specifically ambiguous. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and I think Jamaican-y, but kind of Irish. I considered Jamaican-y just because of the whole tink thing. Yeah. She's always saying that she tinks about things. There's a surprising amount of Ireland in there. It isn't any one thing, I think (laughs) is what we can say about it. And for some reason, I always kind of had the impression that she had come from somewhere in Africa to Sunnydale. That's not true. That can't be true. No, I know. But I don't know why I always had that impression. Yeah. But no, they don't specifically ever say. Oh, ever? Really? No. I don't oh, think wow. so. Like, I think this is about the extent of the information we're going to get about Kendra. Okay. It's a bad accent. The story behind it is apparently she wasn't going to have an accent. <laughs> and then, like, the day before, directors or scriptwriters or something said, Hey, uh, you're going to have an accent. And she never got time to get comfortable with it. It's clearly not her accent. No. I think they were going for something Jamaican-y, but... Like, a lot of the patois wouldn't have come through or, like, wouldn't have been understandable to a lot of the audience. Well, and if she has a day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just, oh, say say this instead. And it's like, but that's not, that doesn't work in the accent then. And they're like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's not fine, guys. I think that it makes you a lot less sympathetic towards the character, unfortunately. So much less sympathetic. Unfortunately for Kendra. Because she's not a bad person. She's just annoying to listen to. She just is very annoying, yeah. So we've left our heroes with Buffy squaring off against Kendra. And they were just fighting. Kendra's just dropped the vampire slayer bomb. And Buffy's like, wait, what? Like, dude, no, I'm the vampire slayer. They do this back and forth a little bit. 
but they're kind of on the same page with the let's figure out who the vampire slayer is. Right, because they're both under the impression there should only be one. Yeah. And from Kendra's perspective, this makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't know that Buffy died that one time. No. But from Buffy and Giles' perspective, like, why ah. did they not even consider this? Yeah. So, we're coming into our first segment <laughs> of the evening. Who watches The Watchers? Strong together, united forever, they're the best of friends. But when trouble's about, you'd best watch out for The Watchmen. Uh, there's supposed to be a council, Dave. <laughs> yeah, the council of watchers. I'm Giles. I just had my Slayer die. She's making a big deal and bringing it up frequently that she died. I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. I'm going to talk to the council and be like, hey, my Slayer died and then came back to life. Maybe he doesn't even think about that. Maybe he's like, oh, as long as she's not dead, there's not someone else called. So then I'm Kendra's watcher. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my Slayer was just called. That's cool. I'll go talk to her and tell the council, hey, I got this. Don't worry. I'm on top of this training thing. Neither of those could have happened. Well, no, because at that point... They talk to Giles and they're like, your Slayer died? She's dead? Why didn't you tell us? He's like, oh, no, no, it wasn't permanent. Right. (laughs) And then they figure it out, like, months ago. And, like, why did Kendra come here without her Watcher? No reason. I guess that this was, like, just a a side trip for her. But that cannot be according to procedure, and she is all about procedure. God, she loves procedure. Right. So (sighs) there are a lot of unanswered questions that we are never going to get answers to about... I've got a few more questions, but I'll (laughs) save those for later. Okay. And now I'm going to ask all my questions about Angel in this cage. (laughs) Yeah, because Angel's still in peril. Oh, no. Cangel? No, that doesn't work at all. No. No, I can't make it work. That's fine. I want to make it work. I'm stopping. No, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) So he's in a cage, and Mm -hmm. there are windows. Yes. Both of these are bad things. The windows mm-hmm. are... The set. The, the rising sun is coming up through these windows. So a bunch of vampires a couple episodes ago broke through a steel door that was like a foot thick. Uh-huh. Granted, it took them days. Yeah. But this is like a metal cage. It's stronger than chicken wire. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. presumably had hours. So this was also my thought. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I thought of exactly the same... Thing where the vampires had pushed through a foot thick of steel and like bent it. Yeah. And Angel, given an entire evening, I, maybe he's not given that long, but he's given a like at least an hour. Yes. Cannot even make a dent in this. Like it's he's done nothing. Nothing. So that was my first problem with this. My second problem was that so the sun, you know, the sun's coming up. You're not getting out of the cage. Mm-hmm. There's not nothing in this cage. No, there's quite a bit of stuff, actually. There's stuff. And even if there's nothing, you're wearing clothes. Take them off (laughs) and make, like, a shield in front of where the sun is going to be. Because I think that's enough to save him. So I can remember in later seasons, when Spike is still super scary, I'm sure, Uh and not at all adorable. Never. He runs into a house at some point from like next door with a blanket over his head yes but he is in some pain he's like smoking right yeah (laughs) yeah that's definitely true so does it not work like is reflected sunlight enough to damage him potentially but then think about in season one before we know angel's a vampire oh the mausoleum yeah he's outside Ah. (laughs) 
Ah, oh, the mausoleum. That thing is just troublesome. Listen, that's episode two. <laughs> I really shouldn't be using that as evidence. You're right. No. That's a mistake on my part. Right. So, okay, I'm not saying that the clothes thing is, like, necessarily going to save him, but at least try? Yeah, he's making no attempt. He's we, done nothing. We have a lot of mixed vampire lore, too. That where, is like, very sunlight's true. bad, but how bad is it? Uh, it kind of makes him sick. Well, it does seem that the presence of the, I mean, presumably reflected sunlight does make mm-hmm. him sick later. I don't know, Dave. I just don't know. So that's Anyways, a cold open. Angel's in some trubs. He's in some trubs. Cold open over. Cool. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about Kendra. She must be so very important. Giles calls up her watcher, or he knows of him, or something. Mm-hmm. They, he's heard of him. He's a yeah. real person. That's all that's really relevant here, is that yeah. Kendra's telling the truth and is also the Slayer. Right. And he's like, oh, right, that time you died. I should have figured that out. Six yeah. months ago. Sorry, brah. How's it going? And they're tying up loose ends. I'm like, oh, that's super cool. <laughs> For once, Buffy is not the one bringing up the fact that she died. <laughs> yeah, no, Giles brings it up. He's like, oh, remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> this whole episode, he doesn't care. Yeah. So at this point, I don't, have we, I don't know if we've discussed this, but they realize that Buffy having drowned and come back to life makes another Slayer. Mm-hmm. So like, wouldn't you just continuously do that? Yeah. Yeah. Tons of times. Doesn't matter if you even lose this one. Exponentially. (laughs) This is the utilitarian moral (laughs) sort of thing where, yes, (laughs) if you're a terrible person, the greater good is served. Yeah. The greater good. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. (laughs) But that's not how people think. It's very dystopian of us, I think, to talk about it like that. Yeah, it's it's troubling ethically. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's very ethically troubling because you're talking about murdering someone over and over. Mm-hmm. Per- not permanently, but like that's going to have effects anyway. <laughs> right? I think that's worse, actually. Mm, maybe. <laughs> so at this point, I have a note that you will have comments on, I'm sure. But just, mm-hmm. just hold those back. I'm like, wow, Kendra is really well informed for someone who was called only a couple months ago. She knows all about Angel, which mm. is surprising, mm-hmm. and like knows a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. And I think we can both agree that since she was just called a month ago or two or three, whatever, since she was called recently, it's impressive that she knows these things. And at this point, given the information you had, I'm sure that it did seem that way. Yep. Cool. So let's take that and move on. At this point, we have Buffy complaining about her job being chosen. God, whenever then, you say about, oh, <laughs> you, just, you hate it. Around oh. is a bad one too. Oh. You say Sorry. pillow with that e sound, so we've got that from last episode. Pillow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sweet, sweet e sound. That's how people say it. There's an i in it, Dave. Yeah, pillow. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> Right, so Buffy is pissed that she's a slayer. Kendra, mm-hmm. however, everything that Kendra says or does seems to just be there to show Buffy how good she's got it. <laughs> she is also Giles' bait. Yep, that's also true. Hey, Giles, remember all those things you love? Kendra's all about them, unlike your shitty slayer. <laughs> so at one point here, I don't know why I wrote this down, but I like it, so I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> I wrote down... Ripper would have way better control of buffs than Giles does. And I don't know what prompted that. (laughs) 
It's true, though. It's true. <laughs> because, yeah, we, we're going to learn about a lot of different things that Buffy was apparently supposed to be doing that Jaws <laughs> was just like, ugh, there's no point in even trying that. <laughs> Yeah, so we learn about the Slayer handbook, mm-hmm. and Giles is just like, when I met you, I knew it would be pointless. And you're like, really? <laughs> like, he didn't even try. None of the things in the Slayer handbook would have made even the slightest bit of sense? Are you kidding? Even, like, just just give it to her to skim, you know? Right? She's supposed to read the thing, and you didn't even tell her it existed? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay, so Angel gets saved. Right, right. I mean, I guess, yeah, technically saved by Willy. <laughs> Willy's yeah, Willy not doing snitch. it. Yeah, <laughs> Willy's he's, not. <laughs> he's a very selfless person. Mm, Willy uh, is being paid. And as discussed earlier, I think Willy's got some reasons not to like Angel very much. <laughs> yeah, the time that he nearly crushed his head like 12 hours ago. Like, who knows how many times that's happened, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Once it works once, you're just setting a precedent. Yeah, so exactly. So, really unlocks the cage, drags Angel down into the sewer, and Angel's, like, got a bit of sunlight. He's all sun drunk, yeah. Yeah, vitamin D's great, but he's not super into it. No. And, yeah, he's dragged down into the sewer. I'm like, oh, cool, saving him? But no, Spike shows up and pays Willie for his trouble. And he's kind of a dick about it, because, you know. He's Spike, and this is food. <laughs> That's demanding money from him. And, like, Willie is a pretty pathetic figure. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Willie the snitch? Yeah. Yeah. No morals. <laughs> we don't hear him referred to as Willie the snitch this episode, I don't think. No, but that's... Someone will eventually call him Willie the snitch. <laughs> and it's very accurate. That's, that is who he is to his core. <laughs> Yeah. He just, even his accent is like a snitch accent. Like, <laughs> yeah. everything about him. Ah, oh, ah, oh, Angel, I didn't see you there. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? No, I'm clean, I swear. <laughs> yeah. His accent is much better than Kendra's. <laughs> yes, and much better than mine, which is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> that seems unnecessarily cruel. <laughs> so Spike brings Drew a present of uh. Angie. And so sweet. Man, Angie's not going to have have a good time here. But damn if he don't have some abs. I want your abs. Yeah, no. He looking good. For some reason, his shirt got undone. And did that happen <laughs> in the sun chamber? So when Willie rescues him, his shirt is like partially undone. And then somehow by the time he gets to Drew, his shirt is completely undone. And I don't know what <laughs> happened in between. <laughs> huh. I've got no answers for you. But Drew wants to uh, have some fun with mm. with Angie. And That's not going to go well. I couldn't help but think that him being tortured by this crazy person was like just a little bit his own fault. <laughs> <laughs> because he tortured her into insanity? Yeah. And killed everything that was precious to her? Right. So I'm not saying he deserves it because like... That was essentially, like, a different person who did those things. Mm -hmm. But the irony must not be lost on him. (laughs) Yeah, he's there being tortured, being like, uh, you know, it is ironic. The wormy guy somehow has discerned that Cordelia is not Buffy. (laughs) Right. I don't know how, but then he sort of gets broken because he doesn't really have a lot of sales pitch. Usually he gets in the house and murders people. So... (laughs) Instead, he dissolves into his wormy bits. Yep. And, and then... Cordy's freaking out and Xander's there. <laughs> so they have to go hide in the basement. Right. And they, they tape the, the door frame up with uh, with like duct tape to keep the worms out. 
so they're they're being chased around by this guy yeah. either in worm form or not in worm form right hey worms are pretty slow so i get that there's a lot of them oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know it doesn't seem that impressive to me b it seems like he can travel pretty quickly because they're running away from him like directly away and then boom up he pops like in front of them again yeah and you're like oh okay so he can reform pretty quickly and then he dissolves back into worms and they hide in the basement and tape up the door and i'm like yeah <laughs> so he opens the door yeah, the rules for worms <laughs> and not worms are very confusing. So they're safe. Whatever. <laughs> for now, they're hiding yeah. in the basement. The wormy guy can't get in for some mm -hmm. reason. And um, Buffy and Kendra go to beat up Willie for information. They are going to work together. <laughs> Buffy is so sarcastic and moody throughout these episodes, <laughs> which is part of the reason we're not Team Buffy right now. I think so, yeah. But, like, why? Two slayers? Are you shitting me? Yeah. Even if she's just picking up slack, like, you're going to kick some fucking ass. There's no downside to this. The only no. reason that she's being so moody is because Kendra is, like, the perfect little slayer. That's such a <laughs> shitty reason. It's the world's worst reason. And, I mean, Kendra did maybe try to kill Angel. Oh, yeah. But, so yeah. there's that. <laughs> I guess, yeah, that is the other reason she's being shitty. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah, so they beat <laughs> Willie up and... No, hold up. There's some part here where Giles has referred to Buffy giving up cheerleading as an amusing story. <laughs> oh, he does say that. Oh, and you're oh, like, fuck that, no. that time that that witch was like Nearly disfiguring people. Buffy? <laughs> yeah, oh, that too. Yeah, a girl got neoed. Some girl's hands got lit on fire. That's an amusing story to they you? They blinded Cordelia. Yeah. You sadistic fuck. <laughs> I'm telling you, Giles loves this shit. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I guess. He hasn't been, like, weirdly macabre recently, so maybe that's... They were like, oh, let's get back to that. He just wants to impress Kendra. <laughs> right. Buffy and Kendra go to beat up Willie. Who gives up the information about as fast as you'd expect. <laughs> <laughs> From person named Willie the Snitch, yep. It's yeah. all on brand. Like, he, there's a reason. And then makes a really creepy comment. Oh, about, yeah. Like, why? About wanting to see them modeling. Like, why? Why? Some very classy nude work, and you're I, like, no. I guess, like, just no. to drive home, Willie's a scumbag, but, like, we, we got that. No, it's it's supposed to be a joke. I guess? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just made me uncomfortable. Can we get to the next scene? Because yeah, I'm pretty Dave. sure the next scene is Xander and Cordy again. Is it? Yeah, we've kind of jumped around a bit. Okay. But yeah, let's get there. Because I really want to get there. So Xander and Cordy. They're trapped in this basement together. Trapped in the basement. They're and fighting a they lot. They have words, yes. Mm, lots of fighting. <laughs> they're, they start off far apart. It's all filmed in the wide. So uh -huh. you can see them yelling at each other. And they'll like turn towards the other person, yell at them, stepping towards them, and then back off slightly. Mm -hmm. And just keep doing this. And the camera like keeps zooming in and in. <laughs> and we come to our next segment. Slap, slap, kiss. Go to hell! I was a fool to think you'd changed, you old bat! Filthy, toothless nerd bastard! Damned she-fossil! Stink pig! <laughs> the entire time this scene is going on, I'm just frantically typing in all caps, KISS KISS KISS. I wanted it to happen so bad. If television has taught me anything, Dave, it's that when two people hate each other, 
they secretly like each other. <gasps> yes, a lot. Oh, it's so good when they finally just like they're shouting face to face. They're so close together. Oh. <laughs> And you're like, yes, kiss. And then it happens, and the music that's playing. <laughs> it's so good. They knew what you wanted, Dave. And they gave you exactly what you wanted. Exactly what I wanted. Oh, it's yeah. perfect. I know. So the, the reason they were fighting is Cordy's like, oh, I need to get out of this basement. And Xander's like, that's a crazy idea. He's probably still up there. And they kiss, and Xander's like, we need to leave. <laughs> Because neither of them want to admit no. that, like, they're kind of into this. That would be the worst thing. They have to keep up the pretense of hating each other. And so they're like, <gasps> Xander's basically like, if we stay down here too long together, who knows what might happen. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <sighs> it's so good. So they're running through the house. They're like, worm guy seems to be gone. They're escaping. But then what, he drops from the ceiling? Yeah, so for some reason, he thought to himself, well, I could become a human and open that door. Or I could be a pile of ceiling worms and just right. drop onto one of them. So he goes for the ladder. <laughs> Which is much grosser. He manages to get Cordelia, who reacts appropriately. Oh, she does not do worms. That would be so gross, Dave. Oh, God, yeah. I can't even imagine. But, like, there's just a few worms on her now. Like, a few is understating it. But yeah. there's a lot of worms on her, but it's not life-threatening. It's So gross. they keep running. Yeah. They get to the front of the house. <laughs> Did you love this scene? Yeah, I do love this scene. Because it's, <laughs> like, do. 30 seconds of Xander picking up a hose <laughs> and just spraying Cordelia with it. And then, like, the worms are clearly gone. And he's just... <laughs> Still spraying her. And it cuts back and forth between them. And he's just got this face on, like, kinda hating her. Uh, and it's the kind of scene that, like, if she was actually 16, would be creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. But because she's 27 and looks amazing, you're like, I get it. Yeah. No, him just hosing her down. Is oh so funny to me. God, I died. <laughs> it's really funny. It's a great scene. And oh. then she's like, "Wait, stop this. Let's let's get out of here. Like, I'm fine now." <laughs> oh, Xander, so Team Xander. Team Xander all the way. No, no, Dave. Team Oz. It's Team Oz. Mm. We like. How does it go from that good scene to this next great scene? Because we. Get Oz and Willow, what, running into each other, I think? So so Buffy and Willow are together at school. It's day two of career day, I believe. And Buffy's like, oh, hey, like, that guy's totally staring at you, Willow. Oh, no, don't look. Like, And she's like, oh, right. no, it's just Oz. No big deal. And then he comes over to them, and Buffy's like, I'm gonna leave now. That's fine. Because Buffy is a good wingman. Yeah, hell yeah. And Oz inexplicably looks a million times better. <laughs> it's been a day. <laughs> And he looks so much better. He's shaved, which is big, and he's dyed his hair. I much prefer dark hair Oz, so maybe that's just on me. I love the lines. Your hair is brown. Well, sometimes. <laughs> it's just such a like a chill Oz thing to say. It, oh, it's perfect Oz, yes. I don't even remember Oz's personality much, but I, I don't know. I love it. It's, he's such a fun character so oh, far. He's so great. 
He just takes things in stride. Yeah, everything. I mean, he just saw Buffy. He was walking up to Buffy, the person who threatened him yesterday, because Willow was there, and he don't give a shit. Because he's like, Willow's pretty cool. I'm going to talk to her. Yeah. So they're having their cute little chat, and then Buffy is going to her career day booth for law enforcement. Mm-hmm. She's the only one at the booth. Oh, I thought, no, there were, there were uh, more people. Well, she's the only one on the attendance list. She's the first one on the attendance list. Well, after her name is called, the attendance list is done because it gets yeah, put that's down. True. <laughs> it turns out we finally meet our third assassin. Uh huh. She is either a police officer or dressed as one at the career fair. Either way, she's got a gun. Yeah, she got a gun. She's got all the weapons, Michaela. Yeah, yeah no. Holy crap. This is Knife Lady, I guess. Whoever she is, she... At least she's serious, you know? She is serious. She doesn't fuck around. Yeah! And she doesn't, like, talk or quip. She's here to kill Buffy, and that is her primary yeah, goal. Yeah, no. She calls Buffy's name. Buffy's like, oh, that's me. And she just tries to shoot her. That's yeah. it. Just drops the list, pulls out her gun, and tries to shoot her. Oz gets shot in the <gasps> crossfire. Because he dives and saves Willow. Yes! <laughs> He saves Willow from getting shot. Oh, it's amazing. Team Oz. Yeah, so Team Oz. He's so noble. God. And then um, Kendra shows up to help Buffy out. Mm -hmm. The assassin is like, oh crap, I didn't bargain for two. And so she takes a hostage. Yeah. <laughs> like, this assassin is not fucking around here. Yeah, so she takes Jonathan hostage because... Oh my god, I didn't even notice. Are you joking? I noticed him later, but I didn't realize it was him. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Who else are you going to take hostage? No, that's true. I saw Jonathan and I was like, wow, nothing really bad happened to him. I'm surprised. Yeah. No, 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 there was a okay. knife to his throat. <laughs> that's perfect. So yeah, we've got another Oz and Jonathan combo. I'm so on board. Ugh. Jonathan, yeah, for sure. Xander's getting good too. It's just, oh, it's so, so amazing. Right, and so then the assassin like throws Jonathan aside and, and gets away. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gets a, a line about like, Was that a demonstration? Because <laughs> he's just been, his life has just been threatened by this assassin. <laughs> they all go, apparently Oz is all right. He's like, oh, I got shot? <laughs> He's like in shock and not pumped about it, but no, he's still taking like, things in stride. Yeah. I mean, wow, he's yeah. taking it in stride. That's that is the way to describe it. I think. Oh, what a yeah. guy! What a guy! Xander and Cordy show up as people are getting into the library. Xander has a type, apparently. Uh, oh God, that type being slayers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, headstrong women generally. Mm, I fair. think, which. Lucky for him, he's on a Joss Whedon show, so he'll have no shortage of those. <laughs> true, true, true. Wow, yeah, that's very accurate. <laughs> yeah. Kendra has no social skills whatsoever. She's also very flustered by Xander, right? Yeah. Like, Xander's being, not gross, but just, like, teenage boy, and he's like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And he's just being, like, quippy Xander, yeah. Yeah, but especially because he doesn't want to associate with Cordy. Yeah, he's trying to distance himself from whatever that was that just happened because he right. wants to pretend it didn't happen. So let's go after this Kendra lady who looks kind of neat. <laughs> like, Xander and Cordy just take her being there so in stride and Giles offhandedly remarks that she's the second slayer. And they're like, uh, And they're like, cool. Sure. <laughs> they accept a lot at face value at this point, Dave. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. They were just, <laughs> there's no more worms around here. It's fine. 
Kendra's talking about like killing Angel. <laughs> Xander has a great line. That, like even if he's being gross around Kendra, I don't yep. care. No, because he's like Angel's our friend. Except I don't like him. <laughs> it's so good. It's their love hate relationship, Dave. <laughs> it's it's like the same way he treats Cordelia. Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly the same. Uh, Angel's not having fun, though. Well, so, yeah, so they learn that through their research, I guess, they learn that Drusilla needs to basically, like, take the life energy of the vampire who's side her. Right. And Buffy happens to know the nifty information that Angel is the sire of Drusilla. Yeah, he also sired Spike. <laughs> sure. We definitely haven't <laughs> been over this before. By the nope. transitive property, Dave. By the transitive no, property. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> anyway. Grandsire. God damn. You are my sire, man. <laughs> Fuck. Kendra seems like she's kind of starting to grow on Buffy at this point. Because mm-hmm. Buffy is starting to realize, oh, hey, yeah, no. Now there's a second version of me who also can fight as well as me. I could just retire. <laughs> like, this is pretty neat. She's like into all the same shit that Giles is in. She's yep. been like reading these Slayer books since she was 10 or whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Eh, let's give it another scene or two before okay. we get into that. But yeah. I like Kendra's brows. Um, <laughs> I'm not into her, her lip eyebrows? liner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, they they would be like way thicker these days, but they're mm. still they're still pretty good. Yeah, I don't like her lip liner. And okay. then Buffy gives this speech about like nobody messing with her boyfriend. <laughs> and I don't know why I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's because I've poisoned you at this point against the Angel-Buffy relationship. Maybe it's that, but she leads into this with saying that, like, you can threaten me and you can threaten my friends, but nobody messes with my boyfriend. You can torture my friends all you want. She's putting Angel in this, like, category above not only herself, but everyone else. Yeah. And so that, I think, bothered me a lot. Yeah, and so Drew is, um... (sighs) Is oh. having having a great time. She is going to town on she's, Angel. St- she's not happy about this whole him murdering her whole family thing. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, she's got a bottle of holy water and recounting all of her family's favorite foods and things and favorite colors and stuff as she drips this on him. And, like she's had yeah. a lot of she had a lot of time back when he was evil to get some of these issues out. But I was wondering if maybe she's picking now because he's not really Angel now. He's, like, good now, so she doesn't mind torturing him. No, I don't think she's super bothered by it because she's a vampire, right? Yeah, right. She doesn't have any remorse about this stuff. She just knows that this brings up, like, all of the terrible things that he's done. And because he, has a soul he actually now. has remorse about those things. Yeah. yeah. Right. So okay. she's just talking about how they were real people and he murdered all of them. Yeah. More from the perspective of like trying to hurt him than because mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't, it didn't make any sense to me that vampire Drusilla gives a shit. No, she don't give any shit about human Drusilla's family and, and everything. And like, no. she cray cray, like, <laughs> yeah, she fully cray. Yeah. All right, that that checks out. Okay, I'm happier now. She's burning up that sweet, sweet angel skin. Yeah, we get a nice heart-to-heart between Buffy and Kendra. Buffy's learning a lot of lessons about how great her life is. It's really good compared to Kendra's. She's allowed to have friends. She's allowed to go to school. She's allowed to date. Talk to boys. Yes, she doesn't have to report to her watcher about everything. She's allowed to take initiative. It kind of feels like Kendra hasn't really interacted with a lot of people who aren't her watcher. No. Which makes me sad for her 
And then, yeah, you're kind of also like, in this episode, they really haven't explained the whole how does one become a slayer thing. Good. Can I can I ask my questions about this? Yes. Okay. This is exactly what I wanted to talk <laughs> yeah. about. I am so confused about how slayers work. Right. So okay. Kendra was sent to her watcher as a child? So in the Buffy canon, and I'm talking about like season seven now. Okay. So I don't know like at what point they decided this or if this is currently how it works. But basically there are people, girls, who mm-hmm. are potential slayers. So right. they there's like, like a subset Day. of girls, yes, like Felicia Day, mm-hmm. who if the slayer dies are like in this pool of people who might be the next slayer. Okay. These people are somehow identifiable. And so the only thing that I could think with this whole Kendra thing is that somehow they identified her as such and then her family sent her off to be with her watcher in the hopes that she would one day be called to be the slayer. But even if that's the case, then there's like, there's no guarantee that she ever would be. So I don't know. (laughs) So next question. Mm. Did Buffy know that she might be the Slayer before she was called? No. Right. Okay. (laughs) Because that's the whole thing is that she was living this, like, normal life as a normal girl. And And that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Donald Sutherland comes up to her and is like, you're a vampire Slayer, BT dubs. Right. Okay, so this is the main source of my confusion because, seriously, this is a confusing thing. Right, because essentially what they've done is they've taken this girl and made her whole life about something that might never happen. Yeah. Question the next. Mm. (laughs) Yep. Kendra is big on this whole Slayer as a secret identity thing. Right. But also mentions that her entire village is very proud of Slayers and Slayer potentials. (sighs) Yeah. (gasps) And when she delivers this information and you're not, like, sitting there taking notes about it, I think it's a lot easier to just kind of swallow it <laughs> and and not really question it. Because you're too fixated on, where is this village? What is this accent? Where is she from? <laughs> right? Oh, God. Uh, and how does any of this work? And she's a secret person, but she's not. She, her village knows about vampires? What? How did they... What? So the bottom line is that Kendra has spent her life studying, not being allowed to talk to boys, basically just chilling with her watcher, like away from her family, it turned out. She doesn't even remember her parents. No. And yeah, this is very different from Buffy's experience. Right. And then why did no one do this with Buffy? Maybe they... It's difficult to identify these people. There aren't a lot of answers for you, I guess. Is I will also bring up now just like background trivia that doesn't relate to this episode, but I think it's important to keep remembering. Peace Nine knows about some sort of supernatural activity. Yes. He's aware that like the things that happen in Sunnydale are not actually related to gangs on PCP. Right. Cool. Just just bringing that up because I feel like that's important background knowledge that should color all of our interactions with Peace Nye. Yeah, because then you would think that <sighs> if he knows about these things, uh? like, wouldn't he know that Buffy is the Slayer? Uh? <laughs> so Angel and Spike have some problems. They have unresolved troubles. Actually, you know, I, I know that you were just trying to move on, but 
that would maybe explain why he thinks she's so dangerous. Because hmm. he kind of goes out of his way to, like, try to expel Buffy because of how dangerous she is. Right. Anyways. So Angel and Spike have unresolved issues. Right. Drusilla has to stop playing with her toy because Spike comes in. It's time to go do the ritual, which will be awesome. Uh, they're going to drain Angel's life energy, give it into Drusilla. Drusilla will be all strong and stuff after the whatever incident in Prague, I think, that weakened her. She needs all that sweet, sweet sire juice. Is that yeah. <laughs> good? Yeah, I wanted to hear you say that. Of course, that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> I thought that's what you were fishing for, yeah. I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> there's so much sexual tension between all of the vampires. <laughs> Angel is playing Spike like a fiddle. Oh, yeah. Like, he knows exactly how to get under Spike's skin. And it's to bring up the fact that Drusilla and Angel used to bang. And now Spike's banging her and he's not doing a good enough (laughs) job. exactly. And then Spike being the hothead that he is, immediately wants to kill Angel. Like, it's... Which would ruin all of the plans. Like, how hot-headed do you have to be? You're an hour away from this working. <laughs> I know. It's like so close. But the idea that he is not sexually satisfying Drusilla <laughs> is just too much for him, Dave. Oh yeah, no. He cannot put up with that. Yeah. I've got to think that like threatening to stake another vampire cannot happen very frequently. No, these are like immortal beings. Like a vampire killing another vampire. Yeah, that's taking away the rest of eternity for them. <laughs> that's It's like a even a bigger deal than human murdering human. Yeah. Spike's accent is slipping a bit through this scene. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing better than Kendra. I think that's oh, so much. I think that's all we need to think about. And he's much improved from where he used to be. No, it's a vast improvement. And even in... Like, you know, it's been only a number of episodes, really, that he's been around. Mm -hmm. Drusilla stops Spike just in time to be like, oh, we need him. We need that (gasps) to put that sire juice in me. (laughs) What an idiot. God, yeah. (laughs) Buffy and Kendra are going to go beat up Willie a bit more. (laughs) (laughs) They figured out that that's where Angel gets all his info. And they're like, this is so easy. You you just just punch this this guy guy a couple times. He knows everything. Yeah. Like, why do people keep telling Willie stuff? Right. It's so easy to get information out of him. You pay him, you threaten him, like anything. Anyway, he's like, oh, you want to know where Angel is? Yeah, yeah, I'll take you right to him. That's going to go well, isn't it? When somebody says, oh, I know where he is, but I have to take you there. (laughs) Like, they might as well be like, yeah, so there's this trap for you. And if you come with me, I'm going to lead you into it. Yeah. (laughs) Buffy and Kendra have a quick fight because Kendra doesn't want Buffy going after Angel. She's got more important things to deal with. Rising darkness that Kendra's watcher foresaw. That dark power rising Uh in Sunnydale. Mm -hmm. Right. And in the procedure of the Slayer handbook that clearly Buffy knows nothing about because she was never (laughs) given said handbook, says that you must always report back into your watcher. Well, what good would that do? He'd be like, oh yeah, sure. Go follow Willie. He's trustworthy. Right, so maybe Giles would be like, yo, maybe don't go into that trap without backup, but I don't know. So they split up. That's all that really matters. And oh no, there's a trap for Buffy. (gasps) Who would have guessed? There's a what? He's 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 a what? You what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? She's a what? There's a what? He's a music man. (laughs) I don't even do it anymore. I know. I got you. 
<laughs> Thanks. Yeah. yeah, so the assassin's there, some vampires are there, and mm-hmm. for some reason, the assassin, who was, like, so gung-ho to just straight up murder Buffy before, instead wants to capture her now? Right. Yeah, they're fine perp-walking her into Spike. <gasps> and he's pissed, <laughs> because he's like, I didn't want her here. Look at this thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah, he's starting the ritual, which is pretty great. <laughs> it's he's, amazing. He's especially describing it as, like, a recipe. <laughs> Because he sticks this, like, dagger through Drew and Angel's hands, tying them together, and, yep. like, life energy starts flowing from one to the other. And then he says you leave it to simmer for ten minutes <laughs> on a medium heat. Yeah. It's interesting, in this scene, so Drusilla's been wearing, like, white dresses this mm-hmm. entire time. And now all of a sudden she's wearing a black dress. Oh. Which I thought was interest- an interesting choice. And of course Angel has no shirt because why would <laughs> they put his shirt back on him? And just like the way that like once the the energy drain starts, Drusilla is like leaning back. Yeah. And oh, uh, she's just so good. Mm. All of her body acting is great. All of her acting is great. I guess at some point here the Scoobies have been like figuring things out slowly and there's like a thing where they're looking up all the churches in Sunnydale and apparently there are 43 of them. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, this ritual thing's going to happen. It's going to go down in the church, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so, yes, inexplicably, they show up on time. Kendra's with them. So I guess she helped. As we know, everything in Sunnydale is really close together. So right. They show up to kick ass and Giles crossbows a vampire to death. Kablam! This is such a fun fight scene. Oh, man. Everyone's really like involved. It. Willow at one point stakes a vamp that's being held by Giles. It's great. It's so good. Kendra does like a bunch of backflips. Mm-hmm. I think into either Spike or the assassin. Xander and Cordy kill Bug Guy with a can of glue. I don't know where they got a can of glue from. I don't know. But it's a good plan. Like yeah. they, they know what he, what his whole thing is now. And they He can only be killed if he's in worm form. They yeah. found that out. So they, they get their sweet, sweet revenge. I called them Zancor in this no, it's Candor. As, as in... The, I or liked, Condor. I liked Zancor because it sounds like an evil corporation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a corporation that I want to buy things from. No. Zandelia? No. No. Candor. Candor. But that's a word. Condor, then. I don't know. Fine. We can argue about this later. Quarter. But yeah, they get their sweet, sweet revenge. Gord- yeah, Cordelia bugs. especially is uh, mm. is pretty into it. It's cathartic. Their shoes are going to be really sticky afterwards, though. Oh, man. Like, mad sticky. So you've got Kendra going up against Spike. And I'm like, dude keeps bragging about how many slayers he's killed recently. How is this a good idea? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't remember Kendra. Huh. <laughs> so you're sure. At this point, you're so sure that Kendra is toast. Yeah. She's definitely not having a good time against Spike. No. Buffy is fighting the assassin lady. Mm-hmm. But then they decide that it's not going so well, so they should have a swap. <laughs> they switch. And <laughs> is it Kendra does a back roll over Buffy? Yeah. Yeah. It's like something out of Power Rangers. It's amazing. And at one point, she had called her Pink Ranger earlier. So yes. it seemed very fitting. Apparently, uh, Buffy's stunt double was the Pink Ranger or something. Oh. Or, like, did stunt work for the Pink Ranger. Oh, that's that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, what a nice little piece of trivia, Dave. Mm-hmm. Buffy and Spike are fighting. Spike somehow gets distracted by being <laughs> mad at Willie. Right. And then Buffy saves Angel. <laughs> yeah. That's not where your priority is, man. Come on. 
it's I don't know. I guess they have to have some way for Spike to survive this fight and yeah. and for Buffy to still be able to save Angel. So Angel seems very weakened, but he mm-hmm. hasn't been killed by the ritual. No, which is what was going to happen if it had gone on for the full 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Spike sees this like everything's gone to shit. The fight is not going their way. I mean, fuck, Willow killed a vampire <laughs> and one of their nigh immortal assassins was just stomped to death. Which is, again, like, did Kendra kill a person? <laughs> like, wasn't that just a person? Yep. I mean, assassin, sure. Don't mm. worry, her body will burn, because the church gets set on fire by Spike. Right, that's true. So he sets the church on fire, and then uh, Drusilla's all wonky, but he's like, hope that was enough, and yep. that we're getting out of here. <laughs> he picks her up, and was this run funny to you? <laughs> Yeah. Because he runs away with her, like, holding her. And it's impressive. Like, yeah, okay, you got to be strong to pick up a person and start running away with them. Yeah. But he's, like, running past all the Scoobies who are like, oh, <laughs> see you later, Spike. So they're just kind of watching it happen. I mean, that's what they do. They're yeah. like, we let Spike get away. Except not this time. Not this time. No. Buffy picks up an incense holder, swings it around her head like a morning star or something, a bolas. <laughs> And just chucks it at Spike, clocks him in the head. So good. (laughs) What happens? They were running. So at running speed, right? Mm Mm-hmm. She clocks him in the head, and they crash through an organ and a wall, bringing down a balcony on top of them? Yeah. (laughs) Like, at running speed. (laughs) I don't know. It's just goofy physics of the whole thing. Like, the, the set is made of plywood or, like, cardboard, and he just sort of smashed through it a bit. Right, and so this big organ falls on them, and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Nobody checks to no. see if they're still alive under there. Which brings us into our final segment. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. I am not dead yet, I can dance and I can sing. I am not dead yet, I can do the Highland Fling. I am not dead yet, no need to go to bed. No need to call the doctor, because I'm not yet dead. (laughs) He's not quite dead. (laughs) No. So the church is on fire. Mm -hmm. And they need to get out of there. Angel's quite hurt. Yeah. Spike and Drew are buried under a pile of organ rubble. You've got two slayers, though. Yeah, you got so, two of them. Like, you think they could take Angel outside and then, like, come back in and check? Make sure? This seems like a good time to try to kill them both, you It'd know? It'd be a great time, man. But killing Spike and Drusilla is just not a priority for them. So, it's not, like, a reveal to the audience that they're not dead. Because, of course, they're not dead. You're not going to have them die by having Spike comically fall through a wall. <laughs> No, 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 no. no. You can't have him getting knocked unconscious to death. (laughs) Right. For this episode, it was originally planned for Spike to die here. Really? Not in this scene, like not in the same way. Wow. at this point in the arc, Spike was supposed to die. But he was a good character, so they kept him around. He was really popular. Yeah. Yeah, like people fucking love Spike. As they should. You're just gonna kill him in this? (laughs) I I don't know. The uh, I'm not dead yet sort of stuff pops up now and then. And you're like, it's not a reveal, though. Yeah. I'm so glad they didn't kill Spike. What a mistake oh, that would yeah. be. That would have been terrible. It's a big mistake. Anyways, they realized it. So good on them. Mm-hmm. Right. So everyone gets away. Everyone's happy. Next day, school mm. as as usual. Oz and Willow have the cutest scene. Oh, my your, God. This is your favorite thing. It's so good. Oh, 
it's so Oz good. is just like talking about animal crackers, what? and then suddenly, bam, drops a. You have the sweetest smile I've ever seen. And then just continues on with all the other things he was saying about animal cracker shit. And it's all just ad-libbed, like, crazy cute stuff. Oh, the monkey has so pants, good. Dave. What about and the other animal crackers? No. Aren't they like, where are my pants? <laughs> all monkeys are French, Michaela. All monkeys are French. But yeah, so, I mean, Willow's it's like so trying to thank him, and he's very uncomfortable being thanked. And he's like, yeah. no, no, it just grazed me. It's fine. <laughs> you got shot with a bullet. With a bullet. Uh, I may yeah. have written in all caps, he's so much better than Xander. Oh, God, yeah. And at this point, that's not even me shitting on Xander. That's no. just me being so Team Oz. But speaking of Xander, <laughs> we get one good scene to another because Xander and Cordy need to talk. They can't keep avoiding each other, but suddenly they start escalating. Their voices are getting louder. They're getting into a fight. And again, kiss, kiss, kiss. That's all I have in my notes. <laughs> And God damn it, Dave! They're never gonna let you down, okay? Oh, never. Oh, these they showmakers know, know exactly what, what I want. What you want? Oh. It helps that they have a lot of chemistry, right? Oh yeah. Like for sure. The music goes up. <laughs> Everything's perfect. My only problem with this was that they—they're like, no one must know, and they're by an open door <laughs> in a classroom. No, but that's sort of part of the point. Is that yes. yeah, no one can know what happened, but they're shouting about it <laughs> as a bunch of kids wander past in the hallway. Uh, yeah. I called this the best relationship. I don't think that's true. I think Oz and Willow forever. It's all great except for Buffy. But and it's Angel. so good. Yeah, yeah, it's so good except for Buffy and Angel. And maybe that's the one they're supposed to care about. I don't know. Th- these are the best relationships. Oh, and Jay Callen. Oh, no. Jay Callen and Giles are on a break. Because of that whole Igon thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Once that gets sorted out, though, or once Giles gets together with Joyce, then, then everything's good. <laughs> the world's a perfect place. Yeah. We cut to Buffy wearing the most absurd thing I oh think I've God. ever seen her oh wearing. Oh, my God. She looks so old. Does she look at all like a high school student? No. She looks so much older than she is, which is always uh, the crime that they commit. She's only 21. I know. So I think a big part of it is that jacket. Yeah. Brown leather jacket. And it's ill-fitting. Yeah. Like if it fit better, she would look a lot younger, I think. But it's like blazer style leather jacket. Not yeah, like it's, biker it's the cut style. of it too. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, green pants. <laughs> they're, they're like velvety green pants. Mm. Nice high heels. Yep. They're like chunky yeah. sandal kind of heels. I don't know. And, and like a purple tank top. The green and purple is a bold choice. Daring, yes. Daring, yep. Yeah, it's a crazy outfit. Don't get me wrong. It's so crazy. I love it, and it's my favorite, but I don't understand it. No, this one, like, fully struck me when I saw it. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) But not quite as much as the dialogue that's happening in this scene. And just, Uh like, what it got me thinking about. Mm. Because the the day is saved, right? Like, the dark power has been stopped from rising. Yeah. Sure. And Kendra's going back home. And that's all they say about it. They say she's going back home. Right. Wherever the fuck that is. Yep. They don't want you to know, Dave. They've been very clear. Does she have a passport? Hell no. No, she can't possibly. She got here in a cargo hold. She sure as fuck doesn't have a visa. This is a pre-911 world, Dave. (laughs) 
Like, you can just do a nod and a wink at the security and they'll let you on a plane internationally. Things were different. I think it's probably not as easy as I'm making it sound, but things were definitely different. I mean, I guess she doesn't have any luggage. She's wearing everything that she has. Yeah, I mean, her favorite slash only shirt was ruined, so she's wearing one of Buffy's shirts. Sorry, me favorite shirt? Oh my god. It's it's so Irish and I don't understand why. <laughs> That's me only shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Right, so they've been over this whole thing where maybe Kendra could be the vampire slayer. She seems way more into it. Buffy's not super on board, but yet Kendra is leaving. It's also not how it works. They're both the vampire slayer. Neither of them can quit. No, and so, I mean, this other place Kendra is from, are there lots of vampires there as well? Is that the implication? I certainly hope so. Because otherwise she's just being wasted. Yeah, they have two vampire slayers. They could be badass together. Mm-hmm. But instead, let's send her to her unspecified home. Okay, so this is a bit spoilery. Uh-huh. But this is not the last we'll see of Kendra. No, obviously it's not. Okay. I mean, she survived and I was surprised. <laughs> I have a, a fun fact about the actress who plays Kendra. Ooh, I think I might know it. Is it the thing about her having played a high school student for, like, the last 17 years? No. <laughs> so, there's basically, like, since 1993. From 1993 to, like, 2012, she's been what? playing a teenager on different TV shows. The hell? <laughs> so, and, like, by the time it gets to Pretty Little Liars, she's 34. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's, is that that's older than J. Cal, right? I think it is. Yeah. Isn't J. Cal in her late twenties? Ah, uh, maybe early thirties, but I think oh, yeah. Oh, that's bad. I mean, I guess it's a testament to her still looking young. But yeah, so basically in 1993, she's on Saved by the Bell as a teenager. And then she's on Buffy as a teenager in like the late 90s. Then she's on Dawson's Creek in, in 2000. And then she's on, I think, oh, it's like the Secret Life of the American Teenager. And then she's on Pretty Little Liars. Wow. And it's just like almost two decades of playing a teenager on television. No, my fun fact was that she auditioned for Cordelia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's less interesting than her having <laughs> played a teenager for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> good times, good times. All right, so button on the episode is, of course, Spike and Drew are not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Panning through some rubble. Apparently, they weren't burned alive, which is good. Or burned undead. I don't know. Drew is apparently super strong now. And she so she's picks up Spike's most, Yeah, she's gotten most of her strength back from the sire juice. Mm, yeah. She obviously didn't get it all, but like yeah. apparently a partial ritual was enough for her to get most of her strength back. Is that going to go well for Angel? I don't know. But now Spike is looking like he's seen better days. Yes. I definitely remember him being in a wheelchair for a long time. <laughs> I think the very yeah. first episode of Buffy I ever watched was just like a random one when I mm. was a child. Right. And he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert, he's about to be in a wheelchair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So final shot is Drew carrying Spike's limp body out of the church. I'm pretty hype. It's uh, it's a pretty hype thing to do. I thought I've already discussed my favorite outfit. It's the crazy green pant, Buffy <laughs> yeah. looks 30 thing. How could it be anything else? How could it be anything else? How do they manage to age her so much? I don't know, 
partway through this episode, I was starting to get concerned because none of the outfits had really stood out to me. Like, at one point, Cordelia, when Cordelia gets sprayed with all that water, she's mm-hmm. wearing sort of, like, stereotypical rich person clothes. Right. It's, like, like a tennis outfit. Mm-hmm. Like, she sort of has, like, tennis-esque shoes, her, yeah. like, tennis dress, and, like, her cardigan tied around her shoulders and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's not bad, but <laughs> I'm not crazy about it. No, this outfit is crazy. It's so good. Oh, God. Next up, Dave. Yeah. Mm. So, you, yeah, you said that we've got a couple bad ones. We've got two of the worst episodes. <gasps> back to back. How? <laughs> Peaks and valleys, Dave. Uh-huh. Peaks and valleys. So the next one is a widely hated episode called Ted. Oh. <sighs> Buffy's mom has a new boyfriend. Named Ted. Named Ted. Yeah. Uh... That's like the meat of the episode Obviously, oh, there's God. more to it than that, but if I yeah. tell you anything else, it's pretty spoilery. Like, he's obviously shady in some way, or Buffy thinks he is, but it turns out to be someone else, or I don't know. Uh, I don't remember anything. Yeah. I'm not, not excited. <laughs> Certainly. Oh, uh, no. Okay, well, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> the one after Ted is, is arguably more hated, <laughs> which is what? unfortunate. The events of this episode and the events of three episodes from now really don't require the two episodes in between. Uh. Uh, So it's just like, it's odd that they would need the filler like that, you know? Hopefully they don't require too much money for these two episodes. Uh Uh-huh. We'll be back at you next time with some of that Ted. I'm sorry to end on a bad note because this is a really fun episode. This was such a good episode. I'm on a high still. That's good. Can't drag me down for another week or so (laughs) until I watch this thing. Great. It's actually, oh, it's pretty interesting. I'm just, I'm looking at the like IMDb rankings Mm -hmm. and generally the the, um, episodes that have part one and part two... Like, the two episodes will be, you know, within 10, 15, yeah. like, spots of each other. And part yeah. two is almost always higher. Or I, <laughs> from the ones I can find, it is always higher. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Again, with the, like, setting things up and then having fun with knocking them down. The knocking them down is just going to be way more fun. It's action-packed and it's action-packed really is a very interesting. Good word. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it for us. If you'd like to get in contact with us about the things we've said, you can reach out to us on email. That's beyondvanu.hellmouth at gmail.com. Or this episode will be posted to the Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. And finally, if you'd like to get in contact with either Michaela or I personally about what we said, we can be found on the quickly failing anonymous social messenger thing, Yik Yak. <gasps> I am at Yuck Yuck, Michaela. I am at Yik Yak Smack Attack. Very nice. <laughs> and until next time, farewell from, from the, the Hellmouth. Hell Hellmouth. We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we know the names? We are the people that you find. Whatever you may need. If you've got the money, honey, we got your disease. Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth.